0: Hello and welcome to it. It is Chewing the Fat. Thank you for coming along for the ride today. Hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday weekend gathering alone. (laughs) And uh, followed all CDC guidelines as we did here in the Fisher household. And I want you to know that you can dry your eyes, okay? Uh, The owl that was trapped... In the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, that 75-foot-tall Norway spruce that didn't look that well when it arrived in Rockefeller Center, there was an owl trapped in it. And it was a female owl. I know they originally thought it was a male, but no, it was a female. And it was uninjured, and but it hadn't eaten in a few days. So they took it to a wildlife center, and they nursed it back to health, and then they tossed it out said get out, have a nice day, good luck, God bless, take care of yourself so Rockefeller the owl is okay, so it's a, I know I know it was it was tough and i I was hoping I probably should have said something on a you know an Instagram live or a YouTube live so that you didn't have to go the weekend without knowing but She's okay and safe as far as we know since we nursed it back to health and then said, Get out. <laughs> Welcome to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> You saw the headline uh, about the death of tony shea you know tony Shay that's spelled h-s-i-e-h and i thought oh yeah i remember him he's the zappos guy well I'm, first of all very sad that he passed away um this weekend and he died in a house fire which i don't wish on anyone i i have actually had a family member um not make it out of a house on fire and it's just I I can't even imagine it I don't I don't like imagining it and it's just you know I understand the horrificness of it Is that actually a word horrificness anyway uh so there was a fire at his house in Connecticut on Friday morning early they are not they haven't released what caused the fire yet uh one person was trapped one person was rescued it doesn't say if he was the one that was trapped or rescued but I guess, you know, one of them was transported to the Bridgeport Hospital, which has a burn center. Okay. It was a beautiful waterfront home in Connecticut. Uh, And then I started, and then I read a little bit of his life story and I think, wow, this guy was amazing. Okay. So like I said, he's the Zappos guy, right? And, uh, of course the company said, you know, they've, The world has lost a tremendous visionary and an incredible human being. Jeff Bezos wrote, uh, the world lost you way too soon. Your curiosity, vision, and relentless focus on customers leave an indelible mark. No question. So in 1995, he co-founded the internet ad company, Link Exchange, with a fellow Harvard alum. Three years later, he sold it to Microsoft for $265 million. He then starts a fund and invests in the online shoe seller, Zappos, but it was known as shoesite.com at the time, all right? And that was founded by a film school grad, this Nick Swimmern. murn Swin-Murn, right? Nick Swin-Murn, yeah. And uh, he started that site because he realized that in 1998, 5%, 5% of the United States $40 billion shoe business was being done through mail order. So, uh, let's do it online, he thought. And it worked. Alright? In 2000, in the year 2000, the site did $1.6 million in sales. $1.6 million in sales. Nine years later, it did more than a billion dollars in sales. in. It- and then amazon said you know what um we're gonna go ahead and give you 1.2 billion for that site okay and amazingly he said sure (laughs) okay (laughs) sure go ahead (laughs) go ahead and give me 1.2 billion and then you gotta take it Uh, the site's all yours the site is all yours. Now he's remembered for his commitment, of course. That's why they were all praising his customer service uh, mindset because that's what he did. He created the uh, company culture at Zappos called uh It's a self-management system where he eliminated most traditional corporate hierarchy and allowed anyone to set meeting agendas. And then he also was spending a bunch of money in the city of Las Vegas where he was revitalizing the downtown area. So uh, the guy was, you know, he had an amazing life. And uh, I just, you know, sad. It's sad to lose somebody like that. And I didn't realize, you know, that he had uh, he had that long a background. I, I remember Zappos, you know, but I don't remember the shoesite.com. But I do remember, sadly, I remember thinking, When they started, I remember the news of this uh, shoesite.com and thinking, shoes online. (laughs) Man, what will people think of next? And then, uh, of course, now it's uh, the jokes on me. That figures. And I don't know if you went out. On Black Friday to go shopping at all or anything. But uh, I did go out for one thing uh, early Black Friday, Friday morning to GameStop. I wanted to see if uh, my son wanted to see if he could get uh, the new Xbox or the new PlayStation. And, you know, obviously he didn't get one. Each store had a few each, uh, maybe even just down to two each. And so there were already, we got there at, you know, I told them, well, we'll get up early. We'll just go. We'll get there. You know, five, five thirty. stores open at seven and we should be okay. Uh, no wrong. Uh, if you follow me on my social media accounts, I posted, uh, I think it was on Twitter at Jeffy JFR, a picture, uh, the store, when you pull up to the store, the way it's built, you see a couple people sitting out front and you go, oh, that doesn't look bad. Uh, except it goes all the way around the corner and all the way around back. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, you know, my son waits in line with the other black Friday dwellers and uh, they're all wearing masks. Everything was, uh, everything was following guidelines. And, uh, then I so I was like, well, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to sit out back here in my car and wait for you. And I don't know what's going on out front. So I'm going to go, I go out and park out front. I want to see what's happening at the front of the store. And I see when the store manager gets there and I overhear him talking to a couple people out front and he's only got a couple of Xboxes and a couple of Playstations and he gave out the, the tags already to the people in line. So if you were after about the fifth person in line, uh, you're not getting anything. All right. If you're there for something else, no problem. You can come in. But if you're there for the Xbox or the PlayStation, you're not getting it. So, I mean, that's the way it goes. But I was reading where U.S. store visits down 52% on Black Friday. And uh, retail websites rose 22% over last year to $9 billion. That's not bad. And of course, today, if you're listening live, on the 30th of November is Cyber Monday. And they expect uh, spending to be, uh, you know, over ten billion dollars, hopefully uh closer to you know thirteen fourteen billion dollars, so it should be a pretty good day. We'll see uh we'll see what happens but uh nobody was out at the stores, which is kind of weird because it felt like maybe it was just here in Texas. It felt like people were out and about and moving around. I mean they were trying to tell people to stay home, and counties were saying you know, stay home and we're begging you don't go out and don't be around people. And people here in the DFW area, were like, um, how about no, uh, we're going out. So it's no surprise that the, you know, the COVID numbers are going through the roof when plenty of areas have had enough of the lockdown and are going out. And if you're thinking about going out to see that, uh, huge metal triangle monolith out in the Utah desert. Yeah, it's gone. Um sure, it was there for a while. We don't really know how long. They found it and then uh they said, "Well, we don't want to tell people where it is, but uh you know, it's out there." And of course, everybody says oh, it's been placed there by aliens. We don't know what happened or how it got there, and it's an illegally placed structure. Okay. Well, it's gone now. I know. Uh just uh, poof, gone. And so uh everybody was uh talking about it last week. And uh now it's gone. And they said uh, obviously that uh, you know it's illegal no matter who put it there. But apparently people were finding out where it was and of course humans uh, show up and park where they're not supposed to park and they left behind human waste, you know, because there's no parking lots or restrooms. So they broke broke the law by, you know, illegally driving off designated roads and trails in the Monticello field office. They, you see the spot where it was, but uh, so nobody knows how it got there. Nobody knows how it went away. We see where it once stood, as well as toilet paper remnants around the area, but now it's just gone. So you can say that it was illegal to begin with, and it's illegal for all these people to show up, but now it's gone. So have fun. You know, for years, we've heard that it's important to have diversified portfolios. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, that kind of thing. But if you ever looked at a breakdown of the most successful portfolios, you typically see a diversified set of real estate. So why isn't it one of the first asset classes you consider when you're looking to diversify? Well, it hasn't been available to investors like you and me until now. Thanks to Fundrise, Fundrise, F-U-N-D, R I S E. They make it easy for all investors to diversify by building your portfolio of institutional quality real estate investments. So whether you're just starting to invest in real estate or looking to add more, our friends at Fundrise have got you covered. Here's how. Fundrise is an investing platform that makes investing in high quality, high potential real estate as easy as investing in your favorite stocks or mutual funds. Whether you're looking to add stable cash flow via dividends or prefer long-term growth through appreciation, Fundrise has got you covered. To date, Fundrise manages more than a billion dollars in assets for a hundred and thirty thousand plus investors. And since 2014, The Fundrise platform has averaged 8.7 to 12.4% annual returns, and investors have earned more than $79 million in dividends alone. Fundrise's team of real estate professionals carefully vets and actively manages all their real estate projects, and with their easy to use website, you can track your portfolio's performance and watch as properties across the country are acquired improved upon, and operated via asset updates. Start building your better portfolio today. Get started at fundrise.com slash jeff. And you're going to get your first 90 days of advisory fees waived. fundrise.com slash jeff. Get you that first 90 days of advisory fees waived. F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E dot com slash j-e-f-f. Get those first 90 days of advisory fees waived and get started in that diversified portfolio with institutional quality real estate investments. Fundrise.com slash Jeff. So remember, I guess last week or the week before we talked about how Denmark was going to kill all their mink's. I know, and it was an amazing number. It was 15 to, I feel like it was like 17 or 18 million minks in Denmark that they were just going to kill. I'm sorry, cull, uh, because of COVID-19. These minks were testing positive for COVID-19. And so they had decided we're just going to kill them. In fact, now they've banned mink farms until the end of next year in Denmark and that's a I mean that's a huge industry in Denmark well you know they <laughs> they had the story of the minx rising out of the grave it was like the walking dead of minx <laughs> and by the way look for the uh, new talking walking dead uh, podcast as well uh, coming up today as we ended the world beyond and, uh, we have walking dead coming up in February. Anyway, so we had the walking dead of minks. Well, what was happening? The minks weren't rising from the dead as people, you know, led you to believe, but they had built these trenches that they put these minks in. Right. And I mean, they, uh, <laughs> they killed millions of minks. Okay. So... <laughs> That was a lot of minks. You can quote me on that. That's a lot of minks. So what was happening is the minks were starting to, (laughs) they were starting to bloat and the air was coming up on them, right? So it's a natural process. But the body starts to decay, and then the gases would form inside the minks, which was pushing them up out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm glad it's not me. I'm glad I didn't see them, okay? But this, so it appeared that we had the Walking Dead of minks in Denmark. And so now they've got this whole thing. They've got to bury them again, and we've got to. Dig them up, and we've got to put them in special places, and it's just going to be, you know, a nightmare. So would uh, actually minks coming back to life after we killed them and put them in the graves as well. Let me add, and now we have an Oregon mink farm reporting a COVID nineteen outbreak. I mean, we're going to be kill, we're going to be killing minks here in the U.S. soon if we haven't started already. So minks are going to be lucky to survive the COVID nineteen era. Of the world because we won't allow it. If you're anything other than a human and have COVID 19, you're going down. We're putting you down. It's just the way it is. And in fact, many people probably believe that if you're a human and get COVID 19, you should probably, you know, get put down. But for right now, we're against it. So just minx. You get. You get COVID-19 as a mink, you're going down. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink as it is, desperately. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I've ever told you, but that ice cold drink is always so good. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast right now, and you're not a subscriber to the podcast, you are just a freeloader and nobody likes a freeloader. Okay. So what you need to do is subscribe to the podcast. Now you can go to any number of platforms that, uh, are podcast providers. There's a plethora of them say iTunes, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, just to name a few. And you can go there and subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Now it's free. So you are a freeloading subscriber then. If you are listening and you're not a subscriber, you're a freeloader. Nobody likes a freeloader. A freeloading subscriber, that's a cool thing. So you want to do that. All right. So subscribe to this podcast, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, at your earliest convenience. Now would be fine. And you might as well follow me on, you know, YouTube, Chewing the Fat as well. Uh, We're just doing, I'm in the middle of a series uh, with my wife, uh, Pillow Talk, as we're going through uh, movies that we have in the house and we just, we did uh, one last week that was my movies and we did the one that was just posted this week is her movies. And then next week we're going to post our movies. However, as we go went through them, we missed a number of movies. So we're either going to do another one or we'll do an Instagram or a YouTube live or something and talk about some of the ones that we missed. Cause I, I mean, one of the movie, one of the movies I didn't even mention was heartbreak Ridge, which was, you know, it's my movie. My gosh, it's my movie, and it's about the island of spies and <laughs> the battle. <laughs> it's Clint Eastwood and Grenada, the and, uh, Marines, and I love that movie. And I, I, don't remember talking about it in the in the YouTube series. We might have hit on it in the in the next episode with both movies, but I don't think so because that wouldn't have been in in on our movie stack. That would have just been in. My movie stack, oh, speaking of movies, you know what? and we coming to America, obviously, my wife, you know we made a joke in the theater about uh, coming to America how much she hates it, and she only hates it because we've ruined it for her by just quoting the lines forever from that movie. and it doesn't take much to get started uh, on the coming to America lines. but anyway, it was it's been on uh, it was on this weekend on a couple of network channels. It was ran last night. Uh, network television on CBS. So, uh, you know, but I saw, and I didn't see whether CBS did it or not, but this weekend I caught the end of it on, I think it was BBC America. I think, but I I, I don't know. I don't remember which network it was on, but at the end of coming to America, it says this film has outdated attitudes. Language and cultural depiction Which may cause offense today If you watch Coming to America One of the funniest movies ever And you just don't laugh At the cultural depiction And the language And the attitudes You got a problem You need to get help From A real doctor. I mean, I'm willing to attempt to help you. You can email me at com. Maybe I can, you know, walk you through some of your issues. But if you can't just watch that and laugh and enjoy it, but you get butt hurt because of the outdated... What was it again? Because of the uh, outdated attitudes... Language and cultural depiction. If you get offended by that, you need serious help. And yes, you can quote me on that. You need serious help. Did you see? Uh, and uh, Tyson fought this weekend. I didn't. I didn't drop the fifty bucks. <laughs> no, no, I'm not spending fifty bucks on that. Although I did follow most of it. I should have just as easy should have spent the money because I was busy trying to watch all the clips on, on social media throughout the fight. But, uh, of course it was a draw, you know, it was a moneymaker. I get it. That's what wasn't going to be anything but that, but Tyson won, uh, by all accounts, Tyson won that fight. I didn't watch it. So I only saw a couple of, a couple of uh, highlights from the fight, but by all accounts, Tyson won that fight against Roy Jones Jr., Roy Jones Jr. I mean, last time I saw him fight in person, he was he won and he was great. I mean, he looked really good too that night. That was the night that I was introduced as a boxing luminary. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) My friend was the ring announcer, uh, my man Mark Biro, and so you know at the fights they you know the beginning of the fights they introduce all the luminaries that are there at the fight, and he introduced me as a former Golden Glove champion. From Saginaw, Michigan. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I stood up all the floor it was gray. Was so much fun. But that was a Roy Jones Jr. fight, and he looked great at that fight. Man, he looked really good. He did not look that good against Mike Tyson. And then the same night, uh, Saturday night, they had the uh, Jake Paul of the Paul Brothers YouTube uh, fame, uh, who now thinks he wants to be a boxer forever. He bought, he fought uh, NBA player uh, Nate Robinson. He knocked Nate out. I mean, he dinged Nate hard in the second round. Uh, Should have, he almost won that thing in the first round. And so Nate was out there with some great memes going on about Nate. Uh, throughout the fight <laughs> throughout the Tyson fight they were saying he was still down on the map they just left him there <laughs> during the Tyson fight he was out jack i mean gone and, and the other big news from the fight was uh, Snoop Dogg of course was there they had concerts between the fights and people were complaining about that but and i don't think they had the ring girls which was very disappointing maybe that's a covid thing but uh, i mean how do you have boxing without ring girls that's damn near un American. And so uh and they had uh and Snoop was there anyway, and he was announcing the fight. And uh people just in love with Snoop's uh boxing announcing. I listened to the clips of that and Snoop was, you know, funny being Snoop and he gets to swear and he gets to smoke his pot. But for you know, is it fun as a pay per view event with Snoop doing color? Yeah. Is it a real announcing gig that he could do? I don't know. I don't know. But he's probably, you know, Snoop will pay you a bunch of money. You could just come and get high and, you know, announce the fight. Okay. I mean, why wouldn't he, right? So apparently the uh, full-time employees at Amazon made a little noise because... They were hiring people with signing bonuses of three thousand dollars to work the holiday season, and the vets ended up getting a turkey voucher and like ten dollars or something like that. so they got a uh, little ticked and raised a uh, raised a little fluff, and Amazon said, "Okay, we'll we'll go ahead and give you five hundred million dollars in holiday bonuses." To all the frontline workers that are working through the month of December, you all get bonuses and it'll be $500 million. Now that sounds great, right? $500 million sounds like a big deal. What does that work out to be for full-time staff? (laughs) Uh, Full-timers get $300. Part-timers get $150. But it's $500 million. Now they didn't have to do it. They didn't have to do it. So, you know, good for them. And, you know, it's I'm glad that they're doing it for their employees. But I mean, <laughs> okay. You're given the new workers signing on uh coming in three thousand dollar signing bonuses, but the full-time and part-time staff get five hundred million dollars. Yeah, that works out to be, uh, if you're full-time, you get 300 bucks, part-timers get an extra 150. So, I mean, they, you know, good for them for being nice to their employees and doing that. Really, uh, only 300 bucks, and 150 bucks. It seems a little, seems a little chintzy, but that's just me. So now that the uh, United States, according to uh, world ometers here, um, has 13,791,951 cases of uh, coronavirus, we have 273,465 deaths. Wow. That's, I mean, now, according to their rankings, there are 12 countries over a million cases. Germany, Mexico, Colombia, Argentina, Italy, United Kingdom, Spain, France, Russia, Brazil, India, U.S. China is still down at 71st in the world with 86,530 cases. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. I barely believe Mexico has a million Just over a million. Okay. I barely believe that. Let alone, uh, China having only 83,000, but anyway, those are the numbers that we've got and they continue to climb up. I will say that this past week, the holiday travel was up and the TSA turnstile broke a million three times. That's amazing. They broke a million, just over a million last Sunday. They broke over a million on Tuesday, is that right? No let's see. on Friday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. So four times. Wow. Is that right? The twentieth was is that was that a Friday? Yeah. So Friday before Thanksgiving, they broke a little over a million. And then Sunday before Thanksgiving a little over a million, a million forty seven thousand, and then Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, just a little over a million with a 70,000. and then Sunday with a 1, 100,000. So four days in the last two, four, six, eight, ten days were over a million. Now that still is not great, but that's doing some that's doing some numbers for the TSA and the airlines. Right. I mean, now, of course, last year was, I mean, over 2 million, um, little, you know, under 2 million for the days following Thanksgiving, those dates, but over 2 million travel times, almost 3 million on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So the numbers are still way down and, you know, they're telling people not to travel, but you know, they're, Breaking through the turnstile, man, four times over a million in the last 10 days. And that's the most is in months since this breakout. I mean, they were lucky to get 900,000 for a long time. They were happy to get 500,000 to 600,000. And I know not happy. I get it, but pretty incredible. We'll see how much it drops off now in the next week. We'll take a look because I bet it drops way off. Um, with the way states are locking down again. But we'll take a look. I mean, okay. Another big side effect I see where people are, um, (laughs) and I don't know this, you know, this story is funny, but it's talked about how people are leaving bad reviews for scented candles because they can't smell them. (laughs) It's kind of funny. Although I feel like the people are leaving bad reviews and knowing they're leaving bad. I mean, let me rephrase that. Of course, if you leave a bad review, you know, you've left a bad review, Uh, really, but they're leaving bad reviews as trying to be funny, bad reviews, not bad reviews because the candles suck or they were angry at the company. Okay. Um, they, uh, you know, one You know, one said, uh, I purchased three of these. What a waste. There's virtually no scent to these at all. If I wasn't confined to my home because of COVID, I would return these for sure. And I just feel like that's a review that's saying they don't, I can't smell anything. What a waste. And if I didn't have COVID, I would return them, which meant that she wouldn't return them because if she didn't have COVID, she'd be able to smell them. I, you know, I just, I feel like those reviews are, you know real but not real you know what I'm saying tomorrow may be different but it looks like if you have type O blood you're linked to lower COVID risk and it says here in the same story that vitamin D unlikely to help so those of you that uh, lived for the vitamin D thinking it was going to help apparently it doesn't at least now Uh, you know that's the way it Goes So right now, be happy if you've got type O blood. So what is the world coming to? I mean, we've got cities and states and counties and country, all kinds of uh, new lockdowns coming. Safer at home orders, they're called. Okay, thank you. I mean, we have the Staten Island bar uh, declaring itself an autonomous zone. I love this. They're so pissed at Mayor de Blasio that they've decided that we're going to not charge our customers. And so we're going to remain open. And we're just not going to charge our customers. Now they're asking, of course, for donations. But everything is free. So you could technically go in there and get what you wanted for free and leave. That's the way it is. Because they want to stay open for business. The owner said, hey, this was a dream for me and my partner, and for it to be stripped away is very tough, and it's a very scary time we're in. And he's desperate to keep his uh, Grant City Pub open. So he said, we refuse to abide by any rules and regulations put forth by the mayor of New York City and the governor of New York State. Wow. We still, and he said, we still have safety measures in place. <laughs> wow. He said he doesn't get why restaurants are once again being singled out by Cuomo, with Staten Island designated an orange zone and indoor dining again shuttered. So they are saying, and I heard an interview where he told De Blasio, come on down, take our license away from us. It doesn't matter because. They've had their license taken away. They're remaining open because they want to survive. They want their business to be open. It's too long. It's too long. They, we can't shut down America anymore. People have had enough. I mean, Michigan. There's a restaurant in Michigan, the uh, Big Boy in Sandusky, Michigan. And uh Big Boy... It was one of their franchises. Know, Big Boy doesn't have very many franchises left. Let alone, you know, the statue of the Big Boy. I always wanted one of those Big Boy statues too. I always thought it would be kind of kind of cool to have one of those Big Boy statues. Jeff, aren't you your own Big Boy? Yeah, but that's not the same as a statue. Okay, so let's do that. So apparently, um, it, you know, they've got the lockdown again. And they're saying that uh, we're not complying with the state's order. All right? We weren't going to comply with it. No. We're going to be open only for carry out. We're not in a position to do that again. We want to be open for business. We already shut down 3 months earlier in quarantine. We almost had to close the whole thing. We're not going to do it anymore. Well, Big Boy has since taken the franchise away from them. Oh, So Big Boy says, oh, no, you can't do that. You're breaking the state's rules. We're going to take your Big Boy franchise away. So now the Sandusky Big Boy is the Sandusky Diner. And they're still saying we're not not doing the statewide restrictions. No, we are open for business. We need to be open for business. We need to be open open for business maybe you didn't hear me i just feel like we need to shout it from the mountaintops nobody b- listening anyway it certainly doesn't feel that way and then we have a deputy prosecutor who i think i like i like this guy maybe He's still a prosecutor, but he was fired. Well, okay, so he's not a prosecutor, but he was a prosecutor. And he's speaking out against jail time for people who fall behind on their rent. Good for him. He said that uh, the state criminal eviction statute is cruel and unconstitutional. And criminal charges against tenants falling behind on rent have continued, even as the pandemic has worsened. And he's not doing it. He's not going to charge him anymore. Well, he did an interview saying, um, yeah, I hate the law. It's unconstitutional. It constitutes cruel and unusual punishment. And he wants to uh, put an end to this. Now, he's this law, which dates to 1901, If a tenant's rent is a day overdue, they forfeit their right to be in the property. If they don't leave their homes within 10 days of getting a notice from their landlords, they can be charged with a misdemeanor and fined for each day they overstay. Well, he said evictions in the state have snowballed from charges to warrants to arrest to jail time. Now, according to this, he's still doing the job. He's just not happy about it. Wow. He said, according to this... um, Judges have sentenced at least 37 renters to jail after charges stemming from the law, which is officially known as failure to pay rent, failure to vacate. And he said women and people of color have disproportionately been charged. Well, that's probably, be, and I don't know this, I'm just, I'm just guessing, but that's probably because many of them are renting, right? And they're also affected by not being able to work. That's, that's, that's a crime and he's right. If if you're if the government is shutting you down, then the government shouldn't the same government should not be able to kick you out of your dwelling because you can't pay what you're being charged because they're not allowing you to earn to pay what you've agreed to. It's just it's we are in an insane time. I know. I know I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. No, Jeff, but do you? Do you really get it? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. And I'll just leave you with uh, Ian Smith from Ian Smith Fitness uh, in New Jersey, who talks about church, gym, family gatherings, small business and schools are not safe. Black Friday shopping, casinos, big box retail, certain political protests, and alcohol sales are safe. Our public health officials are a disgrace. Show us the science behind your BS or go F yourself. Ain't America great. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. So I see where my girl uh, Jelaine in... uh. Delane Maxwell you know Jeffrey Epstein's girl uh she's getting all wound up now she's been in jail now for quite some time and she's saying that she's getting uh she's getting roused every 15 minutes in her cell to make sure she hasn't killed herself she talked about uh being treated very poorly she may have been exposed to COVID-19 she was never told of the outcome of her test although the uh the government's letter said that she tested negative for the virus and that she had received more favorable treatment than other inmates, which according to her attorney is not true. They're waking her up every 15 minutes. They have allowed an unidentified person to come in and snap pictures. She's been without, uh, she first started, uh, being quarantined without soap and a toothbrush. The medical staff stopped checking on her since she was put in isolation. I mean, She's having a tough time of it, a tough go of it. And many people would say, good. That's what she deserves. But let's be fair. Just be fair. Okay. She's still only accused of these crimes. She hasn't been found guilty of anything. And to be honest, I can't figure out why she's still in jail. Why they won't allow some kind of bail to get her out of jail, especially during this COVID time. But what do i know in miami a massage masseur has been charged <laughs> the woman said his massage went places it shouldn't have ooh now it the story claims that the masseur a uh, massage included uh butt squeezing and rubbing in the woman part area and so, okay. So the guy, uh, you know, he has a massage therapist license. Of course he has a massage therapy license. And he's been charged uh, at, at one point um, for a battery charge against him. And who knows? That was, you know, years ago. But uh, now he's got a uh, an emergency restriction order. He can't give a massage to any women, only men. And according to this, he was massaging uh, everywhere. I guess he massaged the boyfriend or the husband first and then her and decided to massage her in areas that she was not happy about. And I wonder if it was just bad and she didn't like it. So now she's going to complain. If it was yes and then he charged too much money for the extra massaging going on and she said no and complained, or if it actually was a masseur gone mad and just decided, well, I'm already here, so I'm going to take care of a little massage business. I don't know, but anything could happen from that story for sure. I I'm waiting to actually <laughs> actually hear what the truth is. Okay, one last quick story that I want to tell you that it is no way this story is true. No way. I don't be- I don't believe it. Okay. So, a man by the name of Chris Kennedy has a Christmas display that features a seven-foot black Santa that stands tall in his yard, along with a Christmas tree and a large shining sign that reads, Joy. And until now, he has received nothing but compliments since he first moved into his North Little Rock, Arkansas neighborhood back in 2017. But just before Thanksgiving this year, he received in the mail an anonymous racist note Condemning the decorations in his yard. And who was the letter from? None other than Santa Claus. The letter read, You should not try to deceive children into believing that I am a Negro. Santa Claus, you being jealous of my race is no excuse for your dishonesty. There is not a chance, not a chance that this story is real. I'm sorry. Now he read the note over a live stream on his Facebook account and he said, I'm trying to be nice as I can at this very moment because I'm actually filled with rage. And he revealed in the uh, video that uh, an image of a white Santa with two thumbs down and the label taped to the front of the envelope that resembled his Property Owners Association logo. And the real thing that angered me was the fact that the person who wrote it suggested I move out east where I guess they feel all black people live. Um. Okay. I'm sorry. No. No. Uh, the... Homeowners Association uh, assured the community is very much a part of the community, and we've never had anyone attack anyone based on their race. Racism is something that we do discriminate against, and we will not stand for it. And so now uh, people are just buying up the black Santa Clauses everywhere, and they're going to flood the neighborhood with black Santa Clauses. Now, would it surprise me that this man has stock in black Santas? No. Would it surprise me that it's his company that's going to sell all these black Santas? Uh, no. But, uh, I don't believe that this is a true letter written to him from anyone, let alone Santa Claus. You should not try to deceive children into believing that I'm a Negro. Signed, Santa Claus. (laughs) Come on now. No, I don't believe it. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. No one. No one. In fact, you have a black Santa in your front yard. Good. Good for you. I don't care. Merry freaking Christmas. No, I'm sorry. No one writes that letter. No one real writes that letter. Now, for what reason this letter would come to this man or who who actually sent it or dropped it off? I don't know, but it's not real. It's not real. It's not a real... I mean, Oh, that's right, Jeff. It's not real, because Santa Claus... No, stop it. That's not what I mean. They're Mr. and Mrs. Snopes. I'm telling you, this is not a real story. Something else is happening behind the scenes. But no way. No way. <laughs> oh way was this sent as a real story you being jealous of my race is no excuse for your dishonesty okay thank you appreciate it take care merry christmas now